What is up? You study it. Study it. Happy Saturday, y'all. And welcome to the bag. Yes, it's time for that bag. The Steelers Saturday mailbag here on the Still Study. The study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for your support of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. So thank you for that. My gratitude to you. Today is the day where I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. And I got a lot to cover today. A lot of comments that I'm going to get on here. And just want to thank you for reaching out and making this show possible. This is an easy day for me because you generate the content. I just respond to it. We can connect one of three ways for you to be part of the show. You can comment directly on the articles on the website. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. I'll be honest with you. Email is the least utilized way to connect. It's interesting. It's Twitter and just commenting on the articles is the methods that all of you use to connect with me. It's almost like emails becoming outdated. Just wanted to point that out. But again, you know how to connect with me. Let's make that happen. I'll get you on the show. Would love for you to be part of this. Please also be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I will be recording next week. Looks like we're going to have a full panel of draft experts and Steelers writers on that show, getting ready for the first round of the draft, kicking off on Thursday. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. Let's do it. So let's get into the comments this week. The first one. So my dad is probably my most loyal listener, and I haven't given him any love on the Steelers Saturday mailbag. So we're going to go to his comment first this week to dad giving you a shout out here today. You're the, the, the number one still study fan, the number one loyal listener here. So this is from an episode from earlier this week when I was talking about the Miles Boykin signing. So dad writes, loved Boykin pickup. Steelers will coach up way better than the Rat Birds. As far as position picks, defensive line, running back, tight end, in terms of the positions that the Steelers are not going to draft because I did discuss that on an earlier episode this week. So, Dad, thank you so much for the comment. I like the Boykin pickup as well. If you'll remember back to 2019, the Steelers were very interested in Boykin. They brought him in for a pre-draft visit. The dude lit it up in terms of his athleticism as far as testing at the combine. His relative athletic score, his spark score. I can't remember which one that it was, but it was out of this world. He's a phenomenal talent. He didn't have a very productive career in Baltimore, but we know the track record of the Steelers work with wide receivers. We'll have to see 
what they are able to do with a player like Boykin. But I'd have to agree. I like the addition here. The team was in need to add another receiver to the room. They did that with Boykin. He doesn't have a ton of experience, but I like the thought of what he is able to bring because he does have that vertical element being that he has speed. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But dad, thanks for thanks for the comment. Next up, I have Gino. This is a comment directly on the website. This is after my mock draft 5.0. Gino writes, not bad, Jeremy, but why wait until round six to land a defensive lineman? Position of need, uncertainty. They better jump at any opportunity of getting defensive linemen, Wyatt or Jones, in round one or two. Also, love your Sky Moore pick in round two. Good chance he won't be there. And Cross in round three. Not in love with grabbing, grabbing a QB in round one unless it's Willis. No Willis, no drafted QB. In Mitch, we trust. Too many other holes. I like the fact that your mock lists two wide receivers, but I see them getting those two in rounds two or four or six. Depending on cornerback selection, really like a guy like Kobe Bryant in round four. Gino, very thoughtful comment here. A lot to unpack. I appreciate your comment. I appreciate you reading. I appreciate you supporting. So Gino, my gratitude and love to you, man. So defensive line, here's my take on the defensive line. A lot of people are talking about the need to draft early at the position this year. I get it. Cam Hayward is getting up in age. The uncertainty surrounding Stephon Tuitt, the age of Tyson Alulu. I understand. However, I feel like you can draft a guy later this year to develop. Think of all the younger players last year that got experience on this team on the defensive line who are going to be better players this year. So if you're, you already have a deep position, and I'm not saying that it's strong talent at the position, but there's a lot of players to work with there. Alulu is back at the nose position. Now, his health is a question, but I think you can get a year out of him. And the wild card is Stephon it. We don't know what's going to transpire there. If he will, in fact, return the season, we don't know yet. But I am counting on him returning. Also, remember Isaiah Loudermilk. He's going to have another year of development. He played admirably in his first season. I think we'll see something solid from him. So I think they can continue to add depth pieces and let some of these guys develop, get as much as you can from Cameron Hayward, Alulu, to it. And then next year would make more sense to pull the trigger. Now, if it if Davis is there out of Georgia at 20, you have to think long and hard about it because he is so explosive. You could probably get more out of him than just exclusive snaps at the nose. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be averse to that pick. But, Gino, I just think maybe it's a year too early to really go all in on defensive line. Sky Moore, it's wishful thinking that he would be there in the second round. I doubt that's going to happen. And after the Miles Boykin signing, I honestly could see them only drafting one receiver. Uh, Cross in round three, that seems more likely 
as time goes on and as they haven't signed a strong safety. If they do draft a guy, he's going to be penciled in as your day one starter. In terms of Malik Willis, if it's not Willis, you've indicated here that it's no other QB and Mitch we trust. I can't buy into Mitch that fully. I think you have to have a guy ready to go in the event that he doesn't work out. And I think that's probably the thinking here. They're going to give Trubisky probably at least half of the season to see what he could do and maybe Rudolph is still around at that point. But then you need to have that rookie to go to if that experiment doesn't work out. But my liking is not limited to Willis. I think there are several other quarterbacks in that top five that I've talked about that fit this system and that could do well. So I I don't agree with your Willis pick. I understand with his athleticism, his explosiveness, his arm strength, but there are other guys in this draft who can really contribute to this team if they're given the time to develop. And then a cornerback, we'll see what happens. We know their track record in terms of drafting cornerbacks and them actually developing into quality players. They're not very good at it. So even if they do take someone, I'm skeptical about how that could work out. But anyway, Gino, very thoughtful feedback, man. I appreciate you. Please continue to listen and share. And thanks so much for your comment. All right. And the last one we're going to hit today is from my man, Douglas Prosterog, who is a consistent commenter, supporter of the Still Study. I got a lot of love for Douglas. And Douglas, if you're listening, thanks so much, man. I really do appreciate it. I mean that. And (laughs) I made a joke earlier in the week that Douglas should be a writer for the site because his comments are extensive. If you go check out the Mock Draft 5.0 that I put out, Douglas posted his own mock draft, his most recent. A lot of commentary in in there. He is a knowledgeable Steelers fan. And I encourage you to go read his comment. I can't possibly cover the entire piece here on the show. But just going to read a part of his comment. And then I'm going to comment on his comment. But again, Douglas, thanks so much, man. You are truly appreciated. So Douglas writes, I've somewhat resigned myself to the possibility of a QB at first round pick 20. And I would be fine with Howell or Ritter or even Corral. But I'm not taking a QB in the first. In the end, I like this group of QBs, but don't love any of them and don't envision any of them taking the team to a Super Bowl. Just a group of potentially good starters and you don't take them until the second. I think that overall, many of us have misread this team's search. This year, it's a case of them doing due diligence and taking a good long look at every possible option And that's great insight by Douglas. 
And, and look, here, we don't know. We don't know what this team is going to do in the first round. For as much as I think this team is going to take a quarterback at pick number 20, we don't know. I don't know. Did the Steelers go to all the pro days of the big five QBs in this year's draft? Yes. Have they done their homework? Yes. Is there a glaring need here? Ben Roethlisberger did retire. Yes. Did they have visits in Pittsburgh with the Big Five? Yes. So, by all accounts, it looks like this team is going to draw, draft a quarterback, but from Douglas's perspective, he doesn't see any of these guys being worthy of that first-round draft pick of being capable of taking the team to Super Bowl. He sees them being capable starters, but nothing more beyond that. And I respect that opinion. But again, the thing that I keep pressing on, and Douglas, I would ask the same thing to you. And if you listened to the Still Study podcast a few weeks ago when I had Alex Kazora on here, what is the tangible, concrete data, statistics that you can point to that says, This is an average group of quarterbacks that we don't believe are going to be anything more than just good starters. And as much as I have asked that, I still don't have a viable answer that I feel comfortable in standing behind. And I have said this ad nauseum on the show Drafting quarterbacks is an inexact science, and the NFL is terrible in their assessment of quarterbacks, which makes me believe that it's not just about the player. It's also about the organization that drafts the player, the support, the personnel around the player, the development, how much time they're given to grow before they're a starter, So I think it's more than just you draft a guy and, hey, he's your franchise starter. That's not how it works. You draft a guy, bring them in. They're surrounded by quality players. They're surrounded by quality coaching. They're surrounded by a quality organization, quality ownership, quality support. From the strength and conditioning component of it to the nutritionists, to the health supports, mental health, everything, the whole kit and caboodle and I think we are overlooking that and thinking that you you draft a guy and magically he's an elite talent and then he goes on to take over the world that's not how it works for all players regardless if it's a quarterback if it's a running back if it's a wide receiver linebacker cornerback safety they have to be developed by an organization. Sure, some players, despite the organization, could go on and have talented careers. But how many guys, and think of this, who were drafted by just abysmal teams, didn't have the type of career that they could have had had they been drafted by a quality organization? I don't think you can overlook that. And... 
you have to take that same mindset to these quarterbacks here. Sure, they haven't been elite over a four-year period like some quarterbacks who have come in the past who have been in the draft. They don't have the star power that maybe some of these guys have had in the past. But that doesn't matter. It's more about how the organization can develop the player. And we'll see. And again, for as much as I have said since the Steelers got throttled against Kansas City in the postseason, and we started these offseason conversations, that the Steelers would take a quarterback at pick number 20. I am open-minded to the fact that if a player falls to them, that they covet, that they believe can make their entire team better at 20, they'll take them. And I'm okay with that. If it's Davis from Georgia, if it's Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame, if it's one of these receivers, if it's a cornerback, Sauce Gardner, should he fall? That makes sense. If you get a world-class talent at 20 that's sitting there because they were pushed down the board for whatever reason, and it happens every year, there's always a player that you thought would have gone higher than they did, but they're still sitting there, and you're like, wow. It's going to happen. But at the end of the day, what it's going to come down to is what do the Steelers value? Whom do they believe in? Who do they see helping the future of this team? And while we don't know it here today on April 23rd, this Saturday, guess what? Next Thursday, we're going to know. So, Douglas, thanks, man. Again, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate the full mock that you put out there. Again, there's so much to dig into there. Just commented a little bit on your post, but you can give Douglas a follow on Twitter, at Douglas Prosterog. But again, just gratitude to all of you who have commented and support the study. I really do appreciate it. And with that, dearest studians, on this Saturday, I just want to say thank you so much Again, I love this opportunity to bring you the study sessions, the Still Study Podcast. It means a lot to me that you're a listener, you're a supporter. And I hope you have a great Saturday. Please continue to listen, read, and share with your family and friends. My gratitude to you. And I will see you back here for another edition of The Study Session. Peace, everyone. Have a great weekend.